0: This is Tom King, and I just want to say I love eleven o'clock
1: comics, but not as much as I loved it.
0: Superb, mon frere. That's French. Yep. Wow. I got an angle with the French. You're not from Madripoor. No. I wish. I love Madripoor. Of all the, 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 the stomping grounds for that hairy bastard, Madripoor is the best. It's the sauciest. It is. It's the <laughs> <laughs> it, But it is. It's so pulpy. You expect the shadow to to sweep in or maybe the the phantom to walk out of the woods,
1: right? I bet you that's what Jason was waiting for. That's why he kept buying the issues.
0: He was was leaning into it, come on, come on, Lone Ranger, he's He's coming, yeah. Hey everybody, it's 11 o'clock comics, episode 842, and I am Vince B.
1: You are Vince
2: B, I (laughs) am David A. Price. That is true, and I like to fuck up ghosts because I'm Dante Howitzer. Wow. Wow. Look at you.
0: You're not Dante Howitzer. No way. You're Jason Wood, everybody. And get this. We have something super special for you. And where special is, we need a little bit of fanfare. So let let Charlie's in the back. Let a little, little bit of fanfare for me, Charlie. Come oh, how about that? Nice. Don't wow. you just love it? Because this episode is sponsored by... Cheapgraphicnovels.com. That's right. Cheapgraphicnovels.com. Where are you a collected edition buyer? You are? Well, I have the perfect way that you can maximize your comic book dollar. I've done this before to get the maximum impact. Just go to cheapgraphicnovels.com. They have everything you want. Omnibu, trade paperback collections, hardcovers. They got the 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 manga with the berserk. That's where I got my berserk volumes from cheapgraphicnovels.com. Get this. If you are a first-time customer, here's what you got to do. Reply to your order confirmation email, right? And say that you were referred by 11 o'clock comics. And get this. You will receive a free shipping credit for your second order. You're getting a month of shipping free. So order a boatload of stuff and you'll get the shipping free how it That's works that is great that is great,
2: great. do you got like, it like you got to order you got to put it to the test like
0: order like 47 omnibu <laughs> well not on the initial order no on the second order. on the second order right i th- i'm thinking maybe we shouldn't be talking about this <laughs> but <laughs> but hey it's cheap it's where you go where the prices are low but a boom Get over there. Do this. This You're going to be hearing about this all freaking month.
2: So yes,
0: sir. Just go there. It's got a great site. And I bet if you order something, you'll get it.
2: <laughs> How about that? What a novelty that is.
0: Yes, be that as it may. All right.
2: It is what it is.
0: I carry a grudge. And maybe I'm learning from Dapp.
2: Oh, maybe robotic. I'm
0: learning. Ah. Yeah, he's the grudge meister, though.
1: You're a
2: mean one. If yes. it's
1: deserved, it's not like just because it it needs to there. There's
0: yeah. Well, later. there's a foundation, right? Later, yeah. later. Um, so, it, uh, drink roll call. What am I drinking? I'm Senor Boring this time, because mm. I have
1: sorry, I
0: have something that is zero sugar, zero calories, zero caffeine, and zero sodium, but a whole bunch of lime. Because it is. Yes. Key lime sparkling water beverage with other natural flavors. How does it get the flavor? I don't know. It's a mystery. It is. Like, what's in there? It's, what is in there? It's 1947, Roswell, New Mexico. It's alien technology. Oh. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Okay. Yep. What else could it be? Right. Yeah. Well, I too am. I'm joining you on that on that path, that journey. I'm drinking some. Ruby Red Grapefruit Seltzer. Great. Love the grapefruit. Love love it, too. I'm a big fan. Yep.
1: Yep. Well, maybe I should go downstairs and um, grab one of the cans from um, my wife's LaCroix shipment. um, Just to join you guys. But right now, um, I'm finishing off a little bit of um, Barrel Dovetail. Whiskey, which is um, finished in rum, port, and Dunn Vineyards Cabernet barrels. Um, So it's unique, and and I've had this bottle for maybe a little over a year now, and I finally, and and, and tonight's the last of it. And once I finish this, I'm probably going to sip on some... um, Tanqueray? No, no, not tonight. I'm not going to mix the spirits. Uh, It'll be Bull's Head Bourbon. From Spirit Labs over the bridge in New York and um, in Rockland, and uh, it's um, I just need something to warm me up tonight. It's, it's a little chilly, and um, that's that that that's kind of what puts me in the mood. But I did so. My wife's been drinking Lacroix lately, and she brought home some limoncello, and we've had limoncello. Our neighbor in our where we used to live used to make it and it would knock you on your ass and and, and it's a very distinct taste but this for some reason almost has like a vanilla cream soda like kick to it it's the weirdest thing you expect limoncello but you're not it's it's more vanilla than anything else so i kind of like it i wasn't sure if it was just a bad batch or something going on but um bought another eight pack and tastes the same so i guess that's It's it's super weird, but it's it's really good.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had the lemon cello seltzer. Cello, lemon cello.
0: Hmm, that's cool. Yeah, they're 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 combining seltzers with weird um, things that should not be in seltzer. Like not that that is, but like vanilla. I don't want vanilla in my seltzer. That's just odd. Even if with it's like with orange. Like orange sickle, how they do that? No, get it out of here. I just like <laughs> fruit. Just give me fruit. Plain old fruit. What's, fruit, wrong, yeah. what's wrong with that? Not a damn thing. Yeah. Before we get into it, I got to give our man, Flippa Dippa, a big tip of the hat. And just say thank oh, you. Yeah? Yeah, thank you, Flippa. That's it. That's what I got. That's okay.
2: It. Yeah. What? God, I love it. He's, he's a good man,
0: to... and I love him a lot. Oh, he, he really is. He's the bestest man. That's all they need to know. Okay. Could he send me a brick of gold? Could he send me his wife? Who knows? I'd put those two on the same plateau
2: yeah, you know you're very uh you're very cryptic when it comes to thanking people these days is this like your new thing or is it that's no, like my people, new thing it's my new thing people send you stuff and they're like oh don't don't shout it out on the
0: show no because i don't want to do that because it, i number one they're nice enough to send me something mm-hmm. so i'm not going to be specific and say because you can always trace it back to the monetary value it's like oh well oh, fred see. sanford sent him a 40 dollars book i, I going to look like a schlub if i give them this three dollar comic which isn't the case so i don't want to ever say anything like that No, i I don't need to be specific as far as the item i need to be ultra specific as far as my my um recognition and my just big old love for these people that's it i'm with it i'm I'm with it yeah Mm -hmm. it's not important the thing is not important the fact that you are a friend and you took the time to send something my way. That's what's important. And I very much appreciate it. That's all. You're not this interested in me
2: on a regular
0: basis. What's the deal? What's going on?
2: Dude, I'm endlessly fascinated by you. <laughs> why, why do you think we're friends for a fucking two decades now it's
0: been a long long you know i was telling somebody at work about uh you two, and they're like you don't sound like you'd be friends with either one of those (laughs) (laughs) and i was like and i said like yeah you know what you're very that's very true but (sighs) this just works this is kismet there's a cosmic alignment of whatever going on here that never should have been yet it is right
2: indeed yeah
0: I'm not going to question it.
2: We're like a Geek Benetton commercial. It's true. Oh, okay. Even though we're all old white dudes, but you be yeah. my, <laughs> my point. I mean like spiritually, <laughs> like 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 personality wise, yeah. Well, I'm not old, but I get you. Right? Get Oh, you're right. almost you're you're almost It's <laughs> like you're, you're actually eight you're already in AARP
0: range. Uh, yes, I don't have a card, but I am I'm in there.
1: Yeah, it's 55, right? It is 55. Yes. Yeah.
0: It's it's the the MPI that
1: Sammy can't drive. No, no, it's well. That's NPH but it it's still. Oh, did uh, I? <laughs> is, you said <sit> <laughs> Yeah, I did. RP is fifty. Because I, 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 oh, is I it fifty? Oh, yeah, I, I, have, I have a card. I that's also
0: close, said. Shit. I also said, Jamira the other night oh. in, in class, and and the one kid that sits in the front calls.
2: I'll let that go. I'm like
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> like okay. I so said. Pep, I, do you get
2: the um? Probably... get the with the ARP, Do you get discount at the movies?
1: <laughs> I actually, I I have it. I haven't had the opportunity to try that yet. Only five percent. I do have it. I I, I do have it um, tied into to the card we use at uh, at Walgreens. I oh my uh, God. no, I definitely Why yeah. I I'm if if you got the card, use it? Fuck right? yeah, I yeah. It's, yeah. it's um, I I know there's a whole book of the month thing, and that, but that's the last thing I'm like, I like. I do not need a subscription to Book of the Month. Lord knows I, I, I got not need fucking read now. I'm not going to like that. It, it's fine. But. Plus, that stuff's usually shit. Yeah, I was looking it's, at some of them, and, and I mean, yeah, oh, they're nice hardbacks, and they're like stupid, inexpensive compared to, you know, if you went to Barnes & Noble to buy it, but it's still like, it's, I'm looking at it, I'm like, there was one book out of the past years I was going through, like all their offerings, there was one book that looked interesting that I might still check out one of these days, but for the most part, I'm, it, a lot of it seems to also be catered towards um, older women. <laughs> well, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, but it's like, you know, I'm like, I'm not... It's just weird. It's like I'm reading some of the descriptions, and I'm like, "That ain't that's, that's, that's not me. Thanks.
0: Though. What to so expect fa- fa- when oh, you're that. expecting to die. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's true. Fun fact. I was uh, – this is going to sh- shock you guys, but I was on a trivia bowl team in high school. And uh, I know that's shocking. I'm stunned. Uh, character, yeah. But uh, one particular match, uh, I had the game winner because the answer was the AARP Newsletter.
0: The highest circulation of any Correct. magazine.
2: Yeah. Correct.
0: Yeah. Yep. That's an easy one. I wouldn't pat yourself on the back with that. That's Listen, an, bro. I this know. was. This I'm was just 90, saying. That's an easy okay, one.
2: Okay, but hold on a second, though. This, this, was, this was like 94, and I was 16. Oh, well, how many,
0: hey. How many were,
2: 16-year-olds knew that?
0: No one. No, you're alert.
2: Yeah. Ping Vinnie Beats right now. I'll text him. Be like, Vinnie Beats, <laughs> what's the... What's <laughs> the uh, take magazine take in America. your dick oh, out of your hand God. for a
0: second and answer this question. I think he sticks other places,
1: basically. Yeah, he's right? home.
0: He's home. He doesn't feel good. Oh, um, I want to. He took a test, but he doesn't have it.
2: Okay.
0: I want to start off because I have Sweet. something wonderful and magical. Okay. It it uh, you after you read this book, if you don't say this book is magical, then I'm going to seriously lose faith in you. Because number Christ, one, I mean, now hey, number one, it's published. By one of your favorite publishers, Fantagraphics, love it. Okay, it's written by Louis Trondheim, love it. Do I need to go down the list? Infinity nah, bro, I mean, uh, got just me. for people. Infinity Eight, uh, the Dungeon series, La mouche Maconi, uh, Ralph Azem, whatever. Lots of classic comics came out of and continue to come out of Louis Trondheim. Uh, it's illustrated by Nicholas Karamidas. And you're going to say, like, huh? Well, remember um, I and Jay Tomio were crazy, appropriately enough, for Mickey's Craziest Adventures? hmm This is the same creative team that did. Um, in in fact, this book is a companion book of sorts to Mickey's Craziest Adventures. Mm. Uh, color art by Brigitte Findalki, or Findakli and Christina Huang. It is called Donald Duck. Donald's Happiest Adventures.
1: I'm guessing this is translated.
0: Oh, yes, it's French. <laughs> yes. It is French. It's bande dessinée. Um, De but uh, man, it's there. There's a premise. There's a conceit to the entire book. I'm not going to say what it is yet, but it, you can maybe make out what it is by the title. Um, it starts off that uh, Donald's pissed off. When isn't Donald pissed off, right? That's true. Um, he comes home in a hard day. The, the mailbox is full of bills. The, the nephews have left the kitchen a freaking mess. Dishes piled up in the sink, just nastiness. Um, he's trying not to lose his temper. And so he finally sits down on his, his favorite chair and he's got his little ottoman and he's reading and the pipe leak so he's got to fix the pipe and then there's no hot water when he takes a shower and the phone rings and guess who it is when the phone rings Who's going to disturb Donald It's Uncle Daisy. it's Uncle Scrooge oh. Uncle wow. Scrooge's like get your ass over here I got something Shit. for you to do and and Donald's like oh man well there goes that that day So uh it's it's a it's a sequence of of misadventures um, he runs into Gladstone and Gladstone keeps finding money like everywhere. He finds a $20 bill. He finds another $20 bill. Like Gladstone's extremely lucky. We know how it goes. Um, Mickey stiffs Donald on a ride to Uncle Scrooge's place. Mickey's like, nope, I'm not doing it. Cause every time I go there, it, it leads to something that I don't want to get involved in. Nope, not doing it. And so Donald just has to make his way to, to Scrooge's place. Ultimately, here's the deal. Uncle Scrooge sends Donald on another harebrained adventure. He has to retrieve a buried treasure hidden deep in the forests of Chilibergeria, right? But that's not what this book is about. This book is about a quest for the search for the secret of happiness. What is happiness? How do we get happy? Is there, is there like a mystical uh, sequence that one must undergo to be happy? Like, why is happiness so elusive? That's what this entire book is about. It is the oddest freaking Donald Duck adventure I think I've ever read. Because while it does, you know, deal in the, the usual stuff, the misadventures and the comedy stuff, at the heart of this, it's a, like a metaphysical quest. What is happiness and where can we get it? So.
2: you going to give us the answer and do will keep us waiting?
0: There is the, that's the point. There is no one answer. There's no one answer for one person. The, the happiness varies from person to person to person because, so like what, what is happiness to Gladstone, right? Mm-hmm. This guy who keeps finding money. All he wants is something. He wants to find like, say an all expense paid cruise ticket. That's his happiness. Like, okay. Um, and Donald asks uh, his grandmother, like, what's the secret to happiness? And she gives him something totally different, so totally far removed from what Gladstone's version of happiness was. Um, but there's a little nugget buried in this that I may have known and f- forgot, or maybe it's new news to me. But Grandma Duck's father, Clinton Coote, Drafted the original Junior Woodchuck guidebook. <laughs> and the nephews believe that there was information that Coot had included in the guidebook, but it was excised prior to publication. Secrets, right? So Donald jumps to, to the conclusion that maybe the secrets of happiness. Was included in the junior, the original Junior Woodchuck Guidebook. So they search for his manuscript and th- they find it, but Grandma's goat takes it and it gets out of their hands and there's a chase, but it, it, it's the whole thing's fleeting because the the possible paths to the secret of happiness keep changing, right? Uh, and there's a bunch of characters that worm their way through the story like. um uh, Uncle Ludwig von Drake is in it, who's an expert on everything. There's uh, this this uh, corrupt con- uh, uh, country called Brutopia. And the president uh, kidnaps Donald and, and Dr. Einmung and puts them in the their, their slave camps and the galleys because the president can't have anybody talking against them. And he just wants, he wants something. Like everybody wants something. Pegged like Pete's in here. And there's a running gag of Peg like Pete being repeatedly captured uh by Mickey but with Donald's help and Donald keeps getting favors for helping. But the the secret of happiness was there all along in the beginning. Like they didn't have to go searching for it. Because most of the people that are looking for the secret of happiness already have it. Like uh he gets well I don't want to ruin the ending. I won't. I won't ruin the ending. But um It is a very atypical Donald Duck book, and it's awesome. Um, The things uh, about the art that sets it apart, since it's French, right? This does not look like an Italian duck book or an American take on the the ducks. This is French. So, Karamitis does this faux weathering, staining. The pages look aged. There's like coffee stains and spatter mixed into the 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 backgrounds of some of this stuff um there's dot pattern everywhere everywhere is a dot screen like this is just a beeline from my big old throbbing heart but um the the caricatures of donald and scrooge and the ducks are different but they're they're well enough within the boundaries of what i consider acceptable that i love them you know what i mean they're they're exaggerated. By typical, like, by Bark's standards and Don Rose's standards, these ducks are extremely exaggerated. But they're done with such finesse. It's beautiful. I love it. Um, that's the thing. Because these characters have been with us forever, there's only so much of, you know, deviation from the, the model sheets that will allow. Am I right? Do you guys feel the same way? Like, if yeah. Donald, Donald yeah. Had, a, had a huge and yeah. head and a little tiny yeah. body, I'd be like, whoa, come on. But, I mean, Karamitis is just amazing. And this book is extremely cheap for the price. It's an oversized European album format hardcover with um, spot varnish. And I think it's like maybe 60 pages. Uh, Let's see. It's very thick. It's 48 pages, but it's 20 bucks, full color. And I'll tell you, it's worth every penny. It's gorgeous. The people Donald meets along the way to finding uh, the secret of happiness. I mean, ad- adventure abounds. Falling out of planes, being uh, thrown in shackles. Uh, it's great. I don't want to reveal too much because the joy is in the journey, right? But it's also uh, its food for the soul, too. What makes people happy? Well, that's the question that only the people in question can answer, Right get this book?
2: do I love it. And I I'm sorry if I, I missed it if you said so how how old are these stories? Oh, not that old. No. Um let's
0: see. It has there's a really cool story in the beginning about how these um stories came to be and uh it involves a rummage sale. And I'll, I'll leave that to the reader because I don't want to Spoil it, but I'm looking at the Indicia. When was this published? Oh, 2018. Ooh. Ah, not so bad. It's relatively new. Yeah, it's it's a wonderful, wonderful book, and you should get it. If you're,
2: especially if you're a duck fan, you don't have this in your library, I gotta give you a side eye. Might might need to. Uh... Make a little note here for the upcoming Fantagraphics Fanta Buck sale which is yeah. right. in 3 weeks.
0: Do you have um Mickey's Craziest Adventures?
2: Nope. You need that. So there's 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 two right there for the Fanta Bucks.
0: Yes. And the spine on Mickey's Craziest Adventures is red and the spine on the Donald book is blue. Blue. Yeah. Oh, Kur.
1: shorts and that's your tunic.
0: Yes. Nothing soothes my uh Curtains match the drapes. Nothing calms this beast uh, faster than a good duck story.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to think what else I'm going to order from that sale.
0: Well, it's not till the end of the
2: month, so. I know, but the problem is, is that I order so much stuff yeah. through previews that I, I'm, I often, I and I think, then I think the next year, you're like I shouldn't order as much from previews. From Fanta. That's
0: My conclusion exactly.
2: Um, Have you um,
1: picked up the Fabulous Furry Freak Brothers? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's gonna go over. I know the third one's in last one's previews. Uh, Did you get Tits and clits from the previous? No.
0: Not not getting that either. No. Nah, I wasn't a big fan of that when it was coming out.
1: Um, I just figured since it was complete and I, and I, it was, and my order was only like eighty bucks that month, so I figured what the hell.
0: Oh, there you go.
2: Might pick up some more, um, some more Jim Woodring. After enjoying the experience a few weeks ago, well you don't have all the creep hacks, do you uh i Ooh. so i picked up I picked up the volume one um the last sale and read it not too long ago and just didn't work for me so i think i'm I'm good there okay, yeah, I mean it looks great, but it's just like it it it's just it's just the look like and and I guess I I didn't know this, and I know each volume is different. But the first volume, it's it's mainly about his character. That the, the girl that looks like uh, one that like looks like she's from a. 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 on Flux. Yeah. But like she's in every she's in every story, and it just seemed a little monotonous to me. But looks great though. He certainly can draw the the ladies. Yeah. Like a call, beast.
0: call back to last episode. Do you know where that stuff first appeared? At least on this side of the pond.
2: I'm guessing heavy metal.
0: You'd be guessing right. That's right.
2: Yep. There you go. Cool beans. Do you have that James, that James Warren Empire of Monsters thing? Yes. You better believe I have it. Yeah, yeah, got it when it first came out, first print. Yeah. All right.
0: It's necessary. Well, not for you, but if you're if you're a fan of that period in in comic book um, history, the Bronze sure. Age when everybody was trying, you know, the magazines and horror was king, you, and you need to read the book. I mean, Warren is probably the most important publisher from that that time period. Give or no diggity, give or take.
2: Yeah, no diggity. Yeah.
0: Good, good. What else we got?
2: Well, I'm not going to go deep on this because it just came out, and I'm sure most, based on the eleven o'clockers voting, most of our listeners are into this book, and I'm pretty sure DAP, I assume, because it just came out, hasn't read it, finished. But I just will say that The Human Target number 12 came out Which is the final issue of Tom King and Greg Smallwood Number 12 Wizzlers. of an
1: 11 issue miniseries
2: Yeah um, and again I won't Go into the conclusion or any Great detail but I will say that uh, It was I, I, I read the first Four issues and then Decided to just hold off until it was done To read it en masse so I reread The entire thing this week and uh, it, it's another absolute banger. And, I mean, we've said this before, but what Smallwood did in this is ri- just ridiculous. Like, like I was thinking about what the comic would have felt and read like if it was just an average, very good, like, well-regarded, but average, more conventional superhero artist. And I just think it would have been a... And this is no shade on Tom. I think he did a great job at the story. It just would have been nothing... It wouldn't have been anywhere near as special as this was. But
1: you you look at you look at people like Fornes, like Mitch, like you look at everybody that Tom has worked with, and I'm thinking about all of those artists, and no, Shayner might be the one closest to it just because of the style, but there isn't anybody because of the the way this is presented, the kind of like that 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 this this '60s type period yeah. piece, yeah. Rockford Files kind of feel to it. Smallwood's style is just absolutely mm-hmm. perfect for it. There's nobody else, I think, who who I would I wouldn't anybody else could draw it and it would be completely different, but I wouldn't want to see this imagined by anybody else.
2: Yeah, exactly. And and I will say that 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 and we've talked about this over the years when Tom's been on the show. He's very good at at not only finding partners that he can work well with and then working with them repeatedly, but 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 matching up stories to artists with that that can strut their stuff because i i you know we haven't really talked much about it on the show yet but love everlasting you know with elsa she's perfect for that you know mm-hmm. like, same thing i'm like oh, i can't i can't imagine too many artists working today that would really be a good fit for this like she's got that perfect classic you know and she's she's of the darwin cook school right like or the bruce tim school like it's it's that style and, and obviously were, were those gentlemen still around or doing comics well i mean bruce tim's around but he's not doing comics uh they would crush it too and and you know there are others that you I could think of that of that style that would also do a great job with it but but she's perfect for that and she's perfect for the for that style and and similar to this I mean I just I but I do think I mean Greg has been great for a long time and we've sung his praises deservedly so but I just don't know that um it felt to me reading this that this was like something he was super into I mean he strutted his stuff here in a way that I don't think we've ever seen before. Cause like his, his Moon Knight stuff and all that, I mean, all is all beautiful, but, but it didn't have that, that classic, just timeless look that this has. And, uh, I mean, I haven't read too many comics featuring the JLI, but I'm, I don't know how you could read this and not be absolutely madly in love with ice. I mean, she, he draws her. T- she's, she is the perfect embodiment of womanhood in this book. I mean, the way he draws her. It's ridiculous.
0: She was always my favorite. Yeah? Yeah. There
1: you go. Really? Over over fire for you, really?
0: No, I don't like fire. Not at all. Don't okay. like fire? Why? You got no. issues with fire, huh? Mm-mm. She She reminds me too much of Corey. Yeah, she's like a, a wow. greenish okay. Corey. Yeah, no, I'm not digging her. Mm. Uh, there you go plus she's too forward you know what i mean oh for sure yeah yeah i I I definitely
2: in this book too i mean there's a part where fires in it and she's very forward she comes on to oh yeah to to all
1: for all 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 for for to pass the test but
2: yeah yeah she's busy testing to make sure that he's not willing to step out on our girl but but yeah it's uh it's um like i said i'm not going to go into the details but i thought it was great uh another banger from tk and um I, I hope I don't know what Greg Small I don't know what Small was up to next but I hope that it involves another uh TK12 issue cuz that's a that's a partnership I want to continue to support
1: 100%.
2: Yeah. I'll um I I was
1: thinking about um rereading it from the beginning before um number 12 shows up in in my next box. I think
2: you should. I mean, I got a lot out of it rereading it. Like I had yeah. forgotten some stuff because it is. It's been well. It's been well over a year. Since it's been yeah. an issue. Yeah, yeah. Um, is... I think it took what like maybe sixteen months for the whole thing to come out.
1: I so... think it's, that's what I, from now on when when I do when when I know that Tom does have a. I mean, at at least you know the Gotham Year One has been pretty regular. But I I think when I know that it's going to be a a a twelve issue series of something from tom i'll, I'll i'm supporting and i'm getting the issues but i think i will wait and and read them when when the end is near um just because i i it's it's obviously it, it's it i don't i'm not putting the blame on tom at all he, he works with some fabulous artists and 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 some of them take the time to put out the great work that they do so and for whatever reason I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to get into anybody's personal life so i just but but for my my sanity and and to make sure i um, the story is coherent uh, I'll probably just wait until till we get almost everything done um, yeah I when when the series started uh, I, I I know it's a black label book I know that you know Tom writes characters that that are kind of like uh, skirting on this this else worlds type plane where it's not really in continuity and and they can do whatever they want to with the characters because it's just it's this story and this is where they live um, but being a justice League, justice league america just League international fan and and, and I, I i knew about i i'm familiar with uh, the fire and ice from the guardians of the globe and and their appearance in super friends and i it, it it's nice seeing ice fleshed out um under tom like this it, it, it was she's fleshed out all right she absolutely is, and and always <laughs> the one. And and there's, you know, I I absolutely love what you know, day Mateus did with the character for 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 the time they had her, and and it's nice just getting, getting her a little bit um, seeing more of her. No pun intended, but it is, uh, it, it's. Well, it made yeah. for an interesting uh, pairing, her and Christopher Chance. I, I, I like it a lot. This
0: book must be a total fantasy, like so far removed from canon because Ice only has one man.
2: Well, it, it, well it's an Elseworlds that black label. It's a black it's a, label. Right? Yeah, it's an else Uh yeah. You know, characters characters die. Characters. But there is, but because are, of
1: that one one man, that's that that plays a part. I'm sure in it does. Quite a few issues. Yeah, of, guy of, is of a series, central so.
2: figure in the in the book
1: guy's are dude he,
2: well, play, i mean he plays the role of 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 almost the, psychotically the, jealous ex-boyfriend yeah, yeah. yeah
1: but what's nice is that they do um the, the tom is savvy enough where there there are threads and and callbacks to the old justice league series so it's not like you know this is completely um just something that that, that tom made up he, he he's a he's relying on the fans of those characters from that era to, to be familiar enough to, to know that, you know, this is it, it does. I said, it is, it's, it's kind of its own thing. So if he wants to do things with characters that, you know, may not really ring true based on where you originally read them, uh, there is still enough meat on these bones where it's, it's not, it's not jarring. It's not, it's not shocking. It, it, it works it absolutely works it's these 12 issues and and i'm i'm really looking forward to finishing it i, I also have the um details of the human target where i'm not sure where that i know that they gave us that kind of like to, yeah, tie to bridge work, just, yeah but i i'm not sure i'm not sure where it fits in and and if you can just read it like as an epilog but i'll um i'm i'm really looking forward to sitting down with it all for
2: sure yeah you'll love it i have to say i'm 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 so pleased we're in a world where the superhero comics, the people, the, the creators can can just tell tales without worrying about continuity yes. if they want to. If they want to, again, like if they, if, if it's in continuity and, and a, a main book and and that's important, that's that's cool too. Like, uh, you know, uh, uh, lords know I've raved about the X books recently, and and part of the reason for that is that is that they're going in really interesting new directions, but not at the expense of all the stuff we've read for decades. So like, there's there's definite value in that too. But like, but I love when they have a story they want to tell where clearly to do some of the things you're doing with the characters, you would offend so many fanboys that, that you, you you probably wouldn't be able to do it in a normal book. I love that both the big houses now just have avenues for people to just tell stories. And and it's great, because like you said, I mean, this is a story that would never, I mean, if this was in canon, quote unquote, you'd just have people losing their shit. But, uh, mm-hmm. but the fact that it was established from Jump that it wasn't, I I think people are just taking it for what it is. And again, like, you know, there are plenty of people who are sure that because it's not quote unquote in canon weren't interested in reading it and that's fine, right? I'd rather them just not read it. Lord there's plenty of other superhero books to read. And uh and and that way they're not like saying, Oh, I didn't know that this was in canon. it sucks. Like that you know, you know and you don't read it if you're interested in it, but if you if you're if you don't mind that it, it's it's its own thing, I think it's great. And DC especially, it makes so much sense because there's fucking eighty-seven thousand universes in DC. Like, there's, I mean, there's as many different worlds with different realities in DC as the editors and the writers want there to be in any given cycle. So, so of course, like, I'm all. And for they've it. been they've been telling stories for almost a century. Yeah, exactly. There's so much
1: you can get bogged down. I mean. Lord knows I'm a continuity wonk. I I, I want to make sure you know all the if it if it's designed to be in continuity then I want to make sure all the threads match up to where they belong. But yeah. I also want to just kick back and I mean I am I am a Human Target fan. So I was all in. Sure. I mean this had uh, yes it had Tom, yes it had Smallwood, yes it had Christopher Chance. Oh my god. And now you're writing the Justice League. Like there yeah. wasn't anything for me to be disappointed about with this. And and that it like I said, that it does exist on its own. It's it it seriously is perfect. I it, it when depending on how it's packaged, it, it the, the collected edition. If I mm-hmm. decide to double dip, it it could be a um, an old classical contender. It, it sure. I know that you know people have already talked about it because oh, I used the twelfth issue and it and, 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 and it and ends strong. however you want to say it, but it's it's we're also still. Only two days into march and you know, we've still got we yeah. got 10 more months of, yeah. of stuff coming out so i'm not trying to like but 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 a collected edition i could absolutely especially if anybody was waiting to read it and and they weren't double dipping they just wanted to sit down with with all 13 issues including the tales then by all means have at it it, it, it would be very deserving but yeah i just i'm this is i i have a feeling that uh you know we've 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 read sheriff we've read Strange Adventures. We we've read everything, for the most part, that that Tom has written. I'm I'm making my way through through Danger Street as as time allows, but uh, I I have a feeling that um this is the one that I will likely be measuring the future Tom works to for yeah, that's, me. I, yeah, everybody that, that's else bold
2: considering like Mister Miracle and and Vision and
1: yes yeah yeah Vision and uh, yeah that that's true. I mean there is Vision is amazing and and that is that 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 was a high watermark for me and 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 mr miracle was extremely well done um and again i mean is this this could also you know lead towards recency bias but we'll we'll see
2: yeah well i will also say that i remember i mean this is years ago going back and i'm sure i imagine you guys remember too but um i mean this is when tom was breaking big You know, at first, like he was probably on Batman at the time. I don't know. It was a bunch of years ago, but I do remember because I remember at the time it sounded like such an audacious thing for him to say. He said that he wanted to, like, he wanted his career to be defined by being able to have stories where, when someone says, Oh, what's the seminal story for this character, that he would have some, that, you know, that he would, like, be able to leave his mark such that you would be like, Well, what's the, like if i only wanted to read one story about adam strange right like you would he would want you to be, you know what i mean and yes. and and i think that that's it's such a smart move on his part to continue to pick these um you know tertiary characters they're well known they have history but they're not they don't have such an a, a body of work with so much continuity that they can only be one thing and i I think it's 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 obviously been a very conscious decision on his part and it continues to sell, which is why DC can to let him to do it. But uh, but it's so smart. I think it's so smart because I do think in 10, 15, 20 years when people look back and they say, well, what's the you know, he will have a collection of stories about these characters and and it his stories will be the go-to stories for that character. Where someone's oh, like, I'm, uh, interested in, uh, I'm interested in this character. Read, oh, you should read Tom's. You know, Tom's A collection of, of
1: the, the, know, yeah. the DC stories of Tom King would be an amazing collection. That'd be a great mm-hmm. slip case. But I think, and I, I don't know if Vince wanted to say something. I, I think that it was, um, I, I I absolutely, I would 100% be behind Tom if if all he wanted to do was tell these out of continuity stories, I yes, obviously he wrote Batman and he made some changes because Alfred is still dead. He wrote, he wrote Spoiler. a DC event. Okay, he wrote a DC <laughs> event, uh, which of course, um, yeah, Heroes in Crisis, which whether well received or not, but he, he made some changes to some characters. Of course, Vince's favorite Wally that you know people aren't really keen on. So I'm I'm if if he wants to just kind of live in in this outer realm of Mm -hmm. of dc characters i i'm here for it i i I would much rather see him just have fun with characters that aren't bogged down or worried about whether or not some other writer is going to fix or change it or just ignore it and and not be so worried about what's going to be in canon or not just just tell these stories have fun with these characters work with some fabulous artists and i'm going to support you all day long
2: yeah, I mean, we didn't even mention Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, which you know, got right? a ton of love last year, and yeah, just no, I'm with you. I I think that's where he does his best work, and um, and and it, you know, I'm sure it it, it I, again, I'm probably it's probably calculated, but like he's just kind of now the guy that he's the the man of the 12 issue maxi series, right? Like that's just we come to expect that when you see him on a new book, you ex, you assume to look at the preview at the indicia and see that it's you know the number one of a 12 issue limited series, right? Like that's that's the go to model for him, so. What yeah. were you gonna say, Vincenzo? I just—I
0: had a comment on continuity. Um, I think continuity are—it's uh, shackles; it, they're chains.
2: Yeah,
0: and, and it can be absolutely. But but but
2: but it can be. That's what I was trying to say. But I don't. I didn't. It 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 can be also cool. Like it it doesn't have to be bad. Like I don't think continuity is bad. In, no, in, in total.
0: Con- continuity is a pain in the ass for a, a, a series of writers. Like the only time continuity matters to me is when there's one guiding hand in the series. Like if Eric Larson forgets what he did in issue 32 of Savage Dragon, that's a problem. Cuz it's one sure. hand, it's one right, guiding, right, hand, right, right. right? If if uh the Brothers Hernandez screw up and forget that they killed this character off mm-hmm. or or something like that, then there's a problem. But mm-hmm. you can't expect the 132nd writer in a chain to remember what the 60 Third writer in the batman chain did like it's it's ridiculous to have that much history and to have to worry about every freaking thing you know it it, that doesn't make good stories that makes product Mm -hmm. so i i don't know but but yeah i think tom has a a nice little recipe when he only has to worry about what's in between the first and last bracket of that 12 issue series that's it yeah that's 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 smart for sure but, uh, yeah, I, there's nothing more aggravating than, than than someone saying, like, oh, this runs counter to the equation postulated in Green Lantern 42. <laughs> like, stop. That yeah. you're giving yeah. us all a bad name when,
2: when you I do that. I wouldn't
0: say that. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I've yeah. been guilty of that, too, but well, sure. right, not, yeah. so not so recently.
2: It, 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 not, I forget you know. who it was. Someone recently said, I don't know if it was on the Slack or on the um, Facebook group, someone said, hey, they were going back and starting it at episode, episode one of our show and listening to it, and I thought, "Yeah, how would you do that?" At, number
1: one, I think number two, hate. thank
2: thank you for that, and number three, um, I couldn't fathom how our jaws were probably on the floor at some of the stuff that we proclaimed sure. with 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 absolute fire in our guts and confidence, right? Like we'd probably be like, wait, what? I didn't know. like that was all start Batman
1: and Robin the Boy Wonder.
2: <laughs> no, but not even like I'm saying more like dogmatic views on like how comics should be or should oh for be. sure you oh know, yeah, like, yeah yeah yeah. you
1: know oh we knew everything back then sure we we, you know. we, we, we knew it. how it. we knew what was going to make money we knew oh what yeah. they should publish oh yeah, yeah. i said like, i remember saying that
0: us. dc should just scrap the individual titles and just do anthologies you have said that for a long time <laughs> a long time yeah. Yeah, just give me give me a Gotham anthology. Well, don't give it to me, but you know a a Krypton anthology, a Gotham anthology, a a Titans anthology, and just lump those characters together. Uh, that's that's a way to 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 stop publishing so much garbage.
1: They you know? they could have they they could have done that. Marvel could have done it when um, Hickman took on the X Men. Yeah,
0: it would have. Well, they they kind of have that in the the collections. Like they'll right. they'll group them not in terms of title but in terms of continuity
1: the arcs yeah yeah, yeah.
0: which is i think that's really neat
1: mm-hmm. yeah it's it's it makes it makes more sense it's almost it yeah it's it's like a european collection where it's just one of the yeah you just it have doesn't have to be one s- one title
0: so yeah. many awesome roads paved by hickman and company on those X books, and yeah people should be paying more attention they yep. really should
2: and before one of you all go, I just because we're talking DC twelve issue series, so let me just jump in real quick and say that uh, you all know I've been a big fan of DC versus vampires uh, as it's been coming out, and the twelfth and final issue came out at the end of December, and um, I finally got a chance to finish up the series. I'd been kind of saving it. And it was awesome, and I really think, with with all candor, that I I loved this series more than like anyone else on the planet. Because I don't know, I don't feel like anyone else ever talked about it, but uh, but I thought it was awesome. Like I thought it was just perfect. Now I love vampires. I they are a very I am a very very easy mark when something involves vampires. So I fully admit that. But but uh, you know, James Tynan, writer of the moment, if you will, and Matthew Rosenberg with Otto Schmidt on art. I mean, Otto's art is just awesome and i just think it was just a ton of fun again like kind of dovetails with what we're saying about tom like this is an else worlds i mean the vast majority of of the heroes in dc become vampires and are evil and they get killed because they you know by the people that by the few heroes that are left to fight the good fight and it's just silly and ridiculous and over the top and it's just a blast it's a blast to see all these characters as vampires and to be evil and killing people and then to see them get their come up ins that's, that's awesome. I loved it. I mean seeing evil Superman and evil Wonder Woman get their come up ins great. It's great. So Because I, you have
1: talked about I, I will I will check it out when it's collected.
2: Yeah, yeah. They I mean I I guess because business is business, they all a lot of these things have gotten like they got like collected issues at the six issue mark and then at the 12, 12 issue mark. I, I really hope I mean, I'm sure with Tom's thing, like that will get a hardcover with everything. I'm sure, but I have no idea if I don't think. Like, I think we probably would have seen that DC versus Vampires was going to get a, a full-on collection by now if we if it was going to. So I think. When did this whole issue come out? December, but there hasn't been any uh... solicits. Like, I I don't I think I mean there was a solicit for the for the trade for the last six issues. So I think at least right now it looks like we're just going to have two trades of it, which is a, a I think a, a pretty sub subpar way to yes you know to have well, they did, these days but in
1: in uh in the March DC Connect they do have a slipcase it's it's the trades but they do have a slipcase of the
2: deceased yeah yeah
1: so i'm hoping you know they'll yeah. they'll also do something special for, for right. the
2: vampires yeah but uh, but i just thought it was just a ton of fun i mean and uh listen i mean you 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 got you know you got you got one of the wonder twins in a fucking green lantern made blender to kill him, like that's hilarious. Like that's great. Like, what? <laughs> that yes. is great. And then his killing sister, any of the Wonder Twins is an idea. And then his sister ends up being one of the heroes, believe it or not. Nice. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, and and Dick Grayson is the he's the he's the big bad. He's like the he's the king of the vampires, which is pretty cool. Because you know, a lot of people say Dick Grayson's like the you know the low key sort of heart of the DC superhero universe. Not to say. So, you know. So. What'd you say, Vince? Not to
0: Frank.
1: No. No. What does that
0: mean? Frank Miller. Frank Miller. Yeah, he's done, well, what some, about... he's done some pretty nasty things with, with uh Dick.
2: Oh, I just thought okay. I thought you meant like he was well known for having said something Oh, him. no, no.
0: He's manipulated the fictional construct of Dick. Mm. Uh
2: yes.
1: Tap, what do you got? Uh I have the first issue of a, a new series. Um, I, uh, I like Stephanie Phillips. I, I, she's, she just uh, this week finished her uh, run on Harley Quinn that, that, that she started with, with Riley. Um, But she's, she's witty. She's clever. Um, And now she has, uh, is taking on cosmic ghost rider. So I figured, um, I like the character. And let me um, let me try this. Um, it's uh, first issue. Actually, has two stories in it. Um, it's it's uh, the, the main story is called Dual Identity, uh, illustrated by Juan Cabal and colored by uh, Espen Brenda Turn. I'm assuming, and the uh, the backup is called Cosmic Ghost Stories with uh, with art by um, Jonas Scharf and uh, colors by Arif Prianto, who was, uh, it was coloring the um, Dark Knights of Steel and was my uh, color artist for uh, 2022 in the Oscars. But the, um, for those who don't know, not really spoilers at this point because its character's been around for a couple of years. Um, Vince even has a commission that he absolutely loves. But we have Frank Castle, who is a Herald of Galactus. Uh, uh, is uh, is the cosmic Ghost Rider? He um he was Punisher. We all know him as Punisher until he died.
2: <laughs> Wait, what? Really? <laughs> and uh, he
1: um he was resurrected as a Herald of Galactus. And this this first issue, the the, the series, I'm I do feel some kind of way about this first issue. I kind of wish. It may have been uh, exercised or maybe we didn't get a backup story because it—the first issue really does kind of just set things up, and then it it does end because it it's it's you know there's a little bit of a cliffhanger to get you to the next issue, but I, it, there really isn't a lot here to chew on. It 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 kind of goes by pretty quick, and part of that might be because of of. Juan Cabal's art style. There, there's, there's, I mean, the, the panels are. There's a lot going on in the panels. There, there, there's some action here, but it's, 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 it's mostly widescreen panels, and and you, it, it's, your eyes can kind of just take it in and and move on. So, so you're not really just drinking in every little bit on the page. Um, Juan definitely works in telling the story, but Frank seems to be dreaming. And uh, he's, um, he's, we start off with him, he's basically a bounty hunter and and he's, uh, he's, he's uh, taking care of business. And when, um, after he's, he's done with his killing, Frank wakes up and, and there's a young woman who um, barges into his bedroom that says that, but basically he's a plumber, he's a handyman. At this bar called Marlowe's, um, the young woman is the daughter of Marlowe, who who owns the bar, um, and Frank is basically here. Uh, the, the room isn't free. He, he's he's there to be the handyman, to to help out around the bar in order for in, in, in exchange for for room and board. Um, but he uh, he's got he's he, He's got leaky pipes to fix. So he's he's going to go handle that and while um while we get uh Marlo and um and his daughter Axel or, or Excel. Uh, he calls her Ax. She hates that and and her name is um Excel kind of like spelled exactly the same way as uh Excellen Wars. As your girl. Yep. Uh so um they, uh, Axe and, and, and her dad are having a conversation. When this happens, um, this, uh, this bounty hunter shows up and, uh, comes riding in on his motorcycle. Almost a little bit like, um, oh my God, who was, uh, what the hell was the name of the, um, the bounty hunter from, uh, Mandalorian? Uh do look like a cowboy. Looked like he might have a Clint Eastwood movie. You know who I'm talking about, Jason.
2: Oh, Cat he's, Bane.
1: Thank you, yes. Mm-hmm. Looks a little bit like Cat Bane. A little bit got a bit of a mustache to him here, uh-huh. but he um so he uh he he's here to hunt he 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 wants Frank Castle. Shows up at uh Marlowe's bar and he's like, Listen, um I'm here for uh I'm here for Frank Castle because he walks in while Marlowe and uh xl are uh Axel are, are having a conversation about frank and um marlo's like we don't know anything about him he could be a killer or a thief and ax is like well he hasn't killed or stolen anything and that's when homeboy walks in and he says yet and marlo's like we're not open yet so i don't know what you're here for but you know and, and he says i'm telling you he hasn't killed or stolen anything yet um but this guy goes by Frank, right? He's got white hair, dark eyes, he seems charming. But um he's letting her know, he's letting Axe know that um I can promise you that 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 the man's not what you think. Marlo puts his hand on the man's shoulder. That was a mistake, because now my man turns around and throws Marlo down onto the bar and um and says being very aggressive, letting them know the man you let into your home and into your life is a problem, and uh, introduces himself. His name is Kral, Kral Dravit, and he's here to solve that problem. And that's when Axe crashes a bottle on Kral's head. Um, and and she reminds him, Dad said we're closed, and he goes, All right, well, I'm gonna make this real easy. And he pulls out his his guns, points them both. At these two and says, just tell me where Frank is. And Axe is like, We don't know what you're talking about. And he's not buying it. Crow's like, listen, that that that's you're lying to me. I know it. And Frank shows up and says that um you've come to the wrong place, but I'm also gonna let you know Cosmic Ghost Rider no longer exists. And Crow's here for revenge on the um on behalf of the uh Sakaran guard. Firefight breaks out. Um, Frank disarms Kral. Unfortunately, the um, axe gets a little too close to Kral. He grabs her, holds her as a hostage. Dad's yelling, let her go. And and there's a standoff between Frank and Kral. Kral blows away Marlo, lets Axe go. She runs over to Dad, and Frank is just like... Frank says, no, and then we turn the page, and he's waking up from another dream. And he's like, "It's obviously a dream, because I never hesitate to pull the trigger." Because in the dream, he did. So it, and that's and that's the main that's the main story. That's where it ends. So so obviously, Frank's got some demons. I'm gonna call him that. He's 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 definitely got something to take care of. But it's very inception. It was a dream within a dream, and 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 I'm not sure like where stephanie's very adept so i'm i'm i know that there's a plan here but it, it it just felt slightly lacking because i just i i, I kind of wanted more from a first issue and uh the, the art's solid and 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 she she's definitely has me hooked i'm not pooing it at all i just it's the first issue um coming back to a character that uh, we haven't seen in a minute last i saw him was in uh, donnie's guardians um, I was and that's on me then. I I I kinda wanted a little bit more. The um the backup story, the, the ghost story is um is is another kind of dream where Frank is um he's basically being visited by everyone. Uh he's kinda killed or uh or had some association with even his kids show up Frank uh, Frank Jr and and Lisa show up Maria shows up um but uh there's um but the person who uh who was causing all of this Frank's dream in in this story um was just somebody basically getting revenge on him and um but using magic to do it and and Frank's like, he's telling Frank, he's telling Cosmic Ghost Rider, you know, you're the reason they're all gone, my family, my entire planet, because, you know, Galactus destroyed my planet, and it's all because of you. And and Cosmic Ghost is like, listen, I'm sorry, but, you know, this won't bring him back, magic always has a cost, you will only lose yourself. Um, he feels sorry for the dude, but he, he you know, Ghost Rider kind of just walks through a portal as uh, the guy's kind of just picking up his pieces from from his magic totem, um, and that's it. So I I, I don't know if we're going to get backup stories in in uh, future issues, but yeah, um, uh, there was there was enough here to um, keep me interested to see where Stephanie's going to take the character. Cabalzard, um, I'm familiar with him from the uh, the, the Guardians of the Galaxy a year or so ago that uh al ewing wrote um i like his space stuff but it it's um it was a good it it, it was a good first issue like i said i'm glad to have the character back um in a solo book uh, see where we go from here but um there's still just there was just a part of me that um i i, I kind of wanted a little bit more from a first issue But I would definitely recommend it if you're if you're familiar with the character. If um, and and again, it's it's another one of those things where it's it's kind of separated from the rest of the Marvel universe. I can kind of just enjoy this, be its own thing without uh, worrying about what's going on line wide, so to speak. There you go.
2: That character is Salt Peter to me.
0: Crazy doesn't make a whole lot of sense
2: well you know i don't really like ghost rider in general
1: <laughs> that is true that is yeah. true and i mean i i just I, it, it it blew my mind when it was revealed of all the characters in the marvel universe that they weren't going to come up with anybody new to be the alter ego but it's sure, sure. That, you know. and i but and 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 the marvel figure um complete with the bike with oh my god i love that thing i i um I got to thank my friends for, for sending it to me, but it is, it's, it's a, um, it's a thing of beauty, but I, I, I I like the character a lot. And, and um, whenever I do get around to, uh, doing commissions again, maybe, maybe I'll throw him into the rotation, but, um, yeah, I, I, I do know that, you know, Ghost Rider is not, you're not keen. And if it's not, uh, and I know with Cliff, if it's not Johnny Blaze like me, then, uh, then it don't count. But, um, it it is it's of all the um of all the combinations of of characters that, that marvel could have it's like it's a cosmic ghostwriter and when he's not ghostwriter it's frank castles so it's like i don't know how the hell you came up with it but i love you for it yep
0: jason's probably gonna want to write down this episode because i'm sure he'll throw it in my face Sometime in the future
2: <laughs> Wow, I mean yeah, yeah um, That's me, I just no, I, I'm I just constantly saying, look to belittle little my friends And make them feel bad about it I'm myself.
0: going to <laughs> engage in what you may call hyperbole But Oh, I mean that's, that's as usual, that's regular episode Yeah, right? as usual, I don't care um, oh, That's you, that's it's, your brand It's amazing that We can Consume, you say this all the time We all say it, we can consume So many comics And something as good as the thing that I read recently goes unnoticed. Like, how does this happen?
2: It's Uh, it's always a question, right? I,
0: I don't understand it because, to be honest, this is an ongoing. This makes, from what I've read, this makes... All other ongoings. Not all. The majority of ongoings. <laughs> the no. There we go. I, I, haven't, I have not encountered a writer of this caliber in an ongoing. Unless it was Hickman. Okay. Yep. Uh, I bought the newest issue of this. I loved it. I wanted to see what came before. Uh, the, the newest issue came out, I think, two weeks ago. Because this week, uh, I went down to Dave's. And he had five issues on the rack. So I bought them and I read them. And uh, it just, it's bewildering how something of this quality could go unnoticed. Because if I knew now what I didn't know last year, I'm totally serious. My 11 o'clock would have been very, very different. Because um, this is an anthology written by W. Maxwell Prince. <laughs> illustrating, illustrated by Martin Morazzo. With color Eye by Chris O'Halloran, it's Ice Cream Man. Yes, it is. And the quality of this book is ridiculous. It's not. It it, it is a book uh, with uh, done in one stories. From what I can tell, I've read thirty to thirty four, so five issues. Each one of them was a done in. Well, I don't. I shouldn't say done in one because they're sometimes open ended at the at the conclusion. Um, but they're isolated stories uh seemingly unconnected to the one that came before and the one that follow but not really because there are there are things there's a mythology about the ice cream man that kind of trails through it'll pop up at weird and um unexpected junctions But then sometimes it doesn't. Like sometimes you'll see a visual cue in the background of a a room or something that that speaks to the Ice Cream Man mythology. But for the most part, they're like unconnected stories. But it's not only an anthology. It's an anthology about storytelling. Like the art of storytelling is central to the stories it's 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 insane how well-crafted this thing is. If you plop this down and you said, the goat wrote this 20 years ago, I'd be like, I wouldn't even question it because it reads like something Alan Moore would conceive. It's that finely tuned. Um, number 30 is called Experimental Storytelling. That's the title of the story. Like each story has a different title. So 30 is called Experimental Storytelling. 31 is called A Scale, parentheses, Sort of a Poem. 32 is called Recovery. Okay, we'll give it that. Then number 33 is called The Kind of Story I Want to Write, which I swear is W. Maxwell Prince speaking directly to the reader. And 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 he, he details the specifics of stories he wants to write, but reveals... The stories he ends up writing, which are very, the, the details are very much in contrast with the ones he actually wants to write. He's like, I start off doing this, but it usually goes this way. Like the, the, you know, someone will die or bad things will happen. Like, why do I always go down these paths? You know? And, and there, the, the most recent issue is 34. It's called Two Tramps. And it's about these itinerant, the transient, guys who ride the rails they're 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 they're, i don't i don't know if it's politically correct to call them bums or hobos but vagabonds yes they're 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 guys that are for whatever reason down on their luck and they just move around right but this story is about storytelling like because the 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 one uh says hey what's the craziest thing you ever heard tell me a story right and, and Mac, the young kid says, you know, I, I, I heard this thing where there's this, this vampire that kills people if you enter Arizona the wrong way or something. And the, the older of the two, cranky old Phil, he says, well, you know what? I heard this story. If you follow the sun as it sets in the West all the way to the Pacific, you can bottle a bit of sunshine for yourself and save it forever. And then, This other transient comes in who you know is bad news because his name is Vicious Vin. Um, he tells the story, but his story is about uh, the mythology about the ice cream man and things that were told in the beginning of the story happen at the end of the story. And it's, it's, you could see Prince moving the pieces around on the the whiteboard, like, uh, you know, devising the best way for these events to, fit together and and become this creative thing that has a, a, an outer shell but there's this inner working too that I mean it works on a bunch of different levels. It, this book is incredible. And why did I not know of about it? I I I don't know. I have just, I can't answer that question because it's an issue Is
2: it is it Ian Dapp that like one of our slackers is absolutely like worships at the altar of ice cream man
0: it is know. ridiculous how good this book is It it's it almost like a, a primer on how to write effective stories and not only just effective stories but they're short stories which are infinitely more difficult to pull off than a long-form thing you can go for 30 issues on on the war between the blacks and the and the the the, the black alien things and the, the the purple alien things and why like who that's easy but to do a story in 20 pages,
2: mm-hmm.
0: that's incredibly hard, right? But yeah. Like in, in the, the issue 30, there's this um, pharmaceutical company called Holt. And the Holt brand appears on things in the five issues that I've read. Like there's a book, a publishing thing in the back that says Holt. Or there'll be a box
1: of cereal that says Holt, like so the 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 stories then they do take place in the same universe, on like like the Twilight Zone, where yeah. it, it could just be well, yeah, okay. and
0: and and the the conductor of the train was the ice cream man, but he doesn't always show up, mm. and, and and I'm getting like he doesn't he's not a horror host type character. He doesn't come in and say, "Well, here's Jim, and this is what happened." Like, no, the, the, you're thrown into the story, and then you got to make sense out of it. Quickly, because Prince suffers no fools. It's not explaining mm-hmm. anything. Um, so in the experimental storytelling one, it, there's this pharmaceutical testing uh, for this new drug called Nuramaze. And it's mildly hallucinogenic. And, and the drug is derived from this Nepalese rainbow flower, which is important. Because at one point in the story, you see this rainbow flower on the desk. And if you don't pay attention to remember that this thing is derived from this rainbow flower when the rainbow flower actually appears you, you it's just something because it's not like thrust in your face it's off to the side or in the back or something like uh, so anyway the the this these two men uh Kenneth and Malhar they sign up for the the, the clinical trial and one of them thinks he's getting a placebo but the Holt Pharmaceutical Testing Protocol says you tell one they're getting a placebo, but they're in reality getting double the dosage of the their companion. So these two characters see things, uh, these creatures, and one of them is this fat, spider-like, drooling creature that you see later on in the run, like in, in a totally different story, this thing pops up. So, I'm thinking, what is this creature? What does it mean to the mythology of this ice cream man? It's mind boggling how well constructed this book is
2: it, it, yeah i've heard I've heard nothing but great things about it, and it's it's I love horror comics, so I don't know why I haven't read this, and like you said, we're already into the thirties of issues, so yeah. yeah. It definitely looks to be something where I sit down and read a big chunk of it at some point and I'm like, holy shit this right. is so great. It's so yeah. stupid.
0: The, yeah. the the issue thirty one is about life and death. This this uh black man, he's a writer, and his white wife, they have a child and the child's names blossom. But the parents grow apart, right? Uh, and they eventually divorce. So the whole story is about the daughter watching there's a quote in it that's so apropos it's she says most of adult life is just watching people die
2: and it's so true damn it's that's poignant no it's true Mm. though but i mean i'm I'm, poignant because i feel i feel that right you see people that like we we like famous people that we liked growing up or friend i mean yeah i feel like that's right it sucks getting old because you you lose people man but the the um
0: warren he's the writer A passage from his book, from issue 31, appears to a character in issue 32 that's reading his book. It's fucked up. It's like you question reality when you read this book. Because in 32, there's a drug called Nuramaze, or without the A, -A N-E-U-R-A-M-Z-E. So it's missing an A. And... uh, this guy gets this drug in the rehab center, and he's he's in the center because you know he wants to get 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 fit and get right for his daughter Ginny and his wife Mary, um, but he sees that entity, that crawly, creepy thing from the previous issue, like two previous issues, and it's in the corner, and and he sees it, and he's wondering. Is this, you know, my withdrawal symptoms working on me? And he also sees a, a dark version of himself that tries to give himself drugs. It's freaking bizarre. It is just, uh, like I said, there, there's, um, very important visual clues throughout the whole thing. Like for some reason, lobsters have meaning. Like I, okay, full disclosure. I have only read issues 30 to 34. Maybe lobsters were something that has come from the first 29 issues. I don't know. But the Holt products, there's um, the creatures seem to be connected somehow to the, the stories. Um, and, and like I said, there, there'll, there'll be references to characters and events from previous stories, but it's not hammered out. Like they don't say, remember this from issue 12? This is important. Like, it just plays out as if this is just, as if uh, Prince is just channeling this stuff. Like, well, I'm just trying to get all this stuff down. Like, this is the way it happened. It's freaking bizarre. You need to read it. Ice Cream Man. Like, it's so late in my life. I'm 57. Like, I can't remember when I was this pissed off at myself (laughs) for not knowing that something exists. There it is and it doesn't happen often but this book made me mad because i'm like god damn why am i not been on this from the get-go heard it here first
1: uh, and it is uh i believe ian has pretty much any time an issue comes out i'm pretty sure it makes it into his top five that week
2: yeah it's ian right yeah i was gonna say yeah. i feel like he's the one that's like and he's always voting for it and the class person always repping for it when we talk about yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, Prince is a very talented writer, as is um, uh, illustrating uh, by Martin Morazzo. Like, great stuff. The, and one of the reasons why I read this in the first place was because of Art Brute. Right.
2: right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I was going right. to say it's same yeah, thing Art Brew, yeah.
0: yeah. Which is, is repackaged. It, I guess it was originally published as a, a one, done in one uh, graphic novel, but now it's been segmented into four single issues and it did better so now there's a hardcover coming of like it's so it's 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 taking out a form that it originally was but not after being chopped up into four We're only getting
1: four issues of our break
0: yeah oh okay well i don't know if it, this is the end but all this is done
1: like the, well at least this arc yeah because i'm yeah. the third issue and and i i know that the arc this arc is concluding but i didn't know if that meant I, I didn't know that that I
0: don't know. I hope I they
1: think, mean that, that the series is. I don't
0: it. know how fast Morazzo is, but uh, to do both books, who knows? I don't, because it's 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 very intricate, very detailed, uh, you know, uh, thin, very thin line, um, contour. So I mean, I don't know how long, but it's wonderful, Ice Cream Man. It, yeah, it'll Ice it'll, burn. it'll restore your faith in, in the comic books.
2: I got to see what kind of collected. If there's hardcovers, I'm going to get. I'm going to get. There's a b-
0: uh, there's single trades, and then there's nah, a there's a no, omnibus. Uh, there's a hardcover omnibus that collects the first twelve issues.
2: On it.
1: Yes. Me too. That's a that's a, that's a cheap graphic novels purchase. Right. That's what I'm saying.
2: That's correct. It's that's a special very order. Very valid. Though. So it's a second order though. Yes. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm thinking we should make this a book of the month.
2: Oh, I'm I'm with that. I'm with that. That's yeah. a good idea. Yes. Okay.
1: Down with it. Oh, okay.
0: for and then, March, and then
2: for an upcoming nah, like upcoming.
0: Let's let's, let's okay. get it. Right, Put it on the put on the whiteboard.
2: Okay. Put it on the board. It's brilliant.
0: Yep. Nice. There, there is something we all read that we can tag team on. Oh, for show. Sure. Where monsters lie, number two. Oh, sure. Written by Kyle Starks. Illustrated by. Comic's very own Swiss Army Knife, Peter Kowalski, because he is the man for any kind of situation. Um, With color art by Vladimir Popov. I just have one thing to say, and you guys can just say whatever you want about this issue. We're supposed to believe that Connor Hayes has had two early life run-ins with serial killers and survived. Well, that uh, how is this ha- be hard to? Okay, one. I, okay, yeah, I'll believe one. He, you know, but this is like the equivalent of one guy running into both Jason and Leatherface. Like well,
2: that's what makes it interesting. I know it's, it's like-
0: it, but it's ridiculous. I, I love the ridiculousness of it. But this guy's like a fucking uh, shit magnet. Like yeah. he, he well, watched. I was
2: thinking he better be as much of an ass kicker as he should be. Given the circumstances, right?
0: Right. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, that we're being played. Where we're thinking, this guy's dead. Nah, dead. I mean, it's
2: a four-issue miniseries, right. so I'm thinking my dude is about to fuck some shit up.
1: <laughs> Not only is... I mean, and it's a four-issue miniseries, but I was I was extremely surprised
2: at how quickly we got to where we are in the second issue. But now you can see why, right? Yes, 100%. Now we got presumably homeboy about to take it to him they got and these then, fucking keystone then, cops that aren't helping con- anything then some conclusion where i don't know if the conclusion is gonna be him dying you know i don't know if it's him dying or him <laughs> winning i don't know but keystone cops it's true though. it is they're they're, they're, clowns. Yeah. they're they're
0: inept they're they're very much inept yeah. but um just for the people playing at home we talked about the first issue the the police thanks to the the, the surviving witness of the ordeal the police are closing in on the uh, the serial killer compound, and one of the the uh, the policemen is or the you know the, the law is this this last guy named Connor Hayes who not not only survived one serial killer confrontation but two because he he was uh, Daniel Dawson killed his family
2: who's like Michael Myers for this. Who's mind. like Michael
0: Myers, right? And yes. then Saint Julian fucked him up when he was in the the uh an orphanage or the, you know, the the a children's home. So, he's had he's run into evil twice in in his life. So, but it it transformed him. It it gave him the impetus to refining his body and in his mind to the point where he thinks or we're led to believe anyway that he is going to enact some some vengeance on these serial killers because he confronts uh, the old lady, uh, what's her name? Uh, Zell. He's like, you guys, your days are numbered. Uh, your hours are numbered because I came here for one reason and that's to freaking end all of you. Uh, but he comes with a, a group of cops and the cops are just there for some, for our visual entertainment, let's just say. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, how many different ways can you dismember a cop? <laughs>
1: Shot and he, and he tells them every he tells he tells all the cops pair up nobody split up nobody do solo style and then he's like you three head to that house I'll handle this one he just told us not to split up and yeah just they walking away and, and but I, yeah they're, they're one of them's like praising the goddamn garden it's like my wife would kill for these gladi i I'd, yeah, I'd the- more often than once a year <laughs> if I had this garden the, the funniest part of that altercation
0: altercation was hey what's worse than the serial killer and the one guy says horny rapist gorilla? <laughs> <laughs> and the guy goes, "Jesus." <laughs> like this dialogue's kicking, but But I do want And we found
2: out that this uh we found out that this is a world of supernatural things in this issue. Could be just a small person? No, what? No, it's e- a intruder. E- it's it's e- like a chucky. E- it's, e- it's a killer doll.
1: I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure that there's a horny rapist gorilla in the shed though. It could be. Could be. But
0: uh, very stabby. yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. it very stabby. <laughs> Frankie doesn't like that. I think there's something very attractive about um, Frankie's uh, gal, Frankie's mall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got she's a freak. Oh, she's definitely a freak. She, I mean, no, well, I mean, yeah, of course, out. she's she a victim. freak. She hangs around with a ventriloquist doll. But uh, yeah, she was a victim, and she finally acquiesced. Right, the Stockholm trip. she she came up. Yep. Yep. And Richard, we finally <laughs> We finally get to see what Richard's capable of.
1: <laughs> oh my god. My moment
0: to shine. <laughs> he's, all, he's, he's all gums and or my grandmother would say gooms. His gooms are all hanging out and he's like hey. I like this series a lot. It does not take itself seriously. Which it which I think good. is No, no. It's yeah. classic Kyle Starks. Yeah. yeah, I think it's its its strongest uh Asset is the fact that it's it's outrageous, but that that's a benefit. It really is. Like this guy, you know, he he's the he calls his wife, and she's like, "Oh, honey, I'm making this special, freaking exciting dinner. Come special, and 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 it's wonderful. Come have dinner." And he's like, "Ah, put that on hold, babe." Like. (laughs) <laughs> they actually they actually <laughs> waste a panel showing the wife with the phone and she's cooking she's
1: actually cooking no waste no waste at oh, all
0: you know what I mean like yeah and, and he, he has a mohawk like
1: <laughs> he does yeah. and he's had a mohawk <laughs> like most of his life <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's so stupid it's so good that this book exists and so what do you think the exciting news that, that she's making this special dinner to celebrate with her fiance is
0: oh she's probably pregnant
1: that's what I'm thinking yeah yeah, yeah. And either the kids and are grow up to be deranged or the kids right. are going to make it out of the womb. Uh, well, either way, we win. Right. Right?
0: Yeah. It's This is a glorious title. <laughs> out of the blue, right? Just. Nah, yeah, it's,
1: it's, I'm well, always fucks I mean, with the Kyle Starks. I mean, no, right, but, but I'm just I like it's, kind of, it's it's weird for me to see Starks at Dark Horse. Not that he's at Dark Horse, but oh, it's like it, it, it's like it, it, his his home seems to be, except when he was doing Rick and Morty, at Oni, he, he, he seems to just hang his hat at Image.
0: Well, uh, Kowalski must be super fast because he is, he's because he's got he, another book, right? Two books. One the only one with yeah. the spiders, the eight-legged. Or, yes. Yeah. Some. Uh, and the both of them at Dark Horse, I bought I ordered yes. both of them. Yeah, of course you did. I, you don't mind spending, th- you know, four bucks or after discount less, but you don't mind throwing money at a title like this when mm-hmm. it's it's not it it wasn't a, a a long read, but the 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 highs are so high and noteworthy and just fill you with excitement or uh disgust in some cases like a fucking ventriloquist dummy with a knife chopping the necks of policemen like that's exciting it's fun it you don't see that in every comic so i think the value in this is that we get to talk about it people on the slack talk about it you you know what i mean like i'll go to the comic shop and david's like hey did you read that i'm like yeah i read it because it was nuts you know i think Mm. that that's worth far more than the three four dollars we pay for the damn thing
2: yeah. Sure.
0: What else do we yeah. have?
2: Well, we we have a Kyle Starks orama. <gasps> well, I'm gonna type this. Do.
0: Let me type this right now. <laughs>
2: we sure as hell do. Cause Dap and I read the sixth issue and and first of the new the second arc of I hate this place, A.K.A. Fuck this place. Yeah.
0: Oh, right, right, right.
2: Also Kyle Starks and, and Artyom... Topolin. Topolin, yes. So, um, I mean, in classic Kyle Starks form, you know, the dude does not... He does not mind giving you a lot of action. Like, he's all about the action. and uh, And in issue number six, man, the status quo that we were given in the first arc in as much as there was a status quo is being turned on its head and it's become an entirely different thing. Most notably, we get a full on understanding of why, why, uh, our girl is, is a survivalist. Like why she's so into that because she grew up in a survivalist cult and her daddy and his crew are coming back to get her because she escaped from them. And, uh, they home in invade the, ways. Yeah, they home invade the town and the farm and 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 come for her. and uh, and that's that's what this arc is going to be about. Seemingly so, uh, hell of violent, but of course they're super violent and cultists, but they don't realize what they're stepping into, right? Because they're stepping into this farm with the fucking ghosts and the fucking everything else. I guess the killer spider's gone, but well, I don't know because then the baby spiders. Gone. I don't know. But the point is, is, there's crazy shit going on in that farm, obviously. So uh, yeah, so you know. Um, Hijinks and sue. But I have to say I think um, th- this book is like definitely this is almost like he's clearing out his id of all of the things that scare him. I mean there's <laughs> so much there's a lot going on in this book, you know, like like there's if you think about it, like the first arc there was there was a, a killer kaiju spider with like with like crazy intestinal like appendages there was uh a straight up killer you know mobster there was killer ghosts there like there was a lot going on in five issues i mean it was it wasn't just like one idea he threw a lot of ideas at us but i think he executed it pretty well um by virtue of having a lot of fun characters that uh in classic horror action movie form get killed off with a few survivors so I'm here for it. It's a fun ride. I mean, it really is fun. And I think the art is just the right style. You know, Starks has a has a tone to the kinds of art that he's generally one to want to partner up with. And I think um, you know, I, I like I don't know that I've ever seen a Kyle Stark comic that was drawn conventionally. Um and I don't know that we ever will, right? Like, like most of the people either he either when he's drawing stuff himself or when he's partnering up with with Schweitzer or, 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 or Archim or, um, you know, uh, even, even Kowals- like Kowalski, like he definitely chooses to have more cartoony, um, illustrators do his work. And I think the fun thing about that is that it, sh- it, it, it creates a more arresting story because the stuff he's dealing with is usually hyper violent and doing it in that way with that kind of cartoony look, I think it, it is it, it definitely changes the whole vibe of it. It makes it feel like sillier and more like more um, uh, just like whimsically crazy than like oh my god I can't believe this stuff is happening. You know like if if I don't know if um, I'm trying to think like who's a really realistic artist like if uh, if like Ariel Olivetti was like drawing you know uh, uh, like a Kyle Starks book it would look really weird. You know, especially if there were
0: babies in it. Yes.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Well, (laughs) like or whatever. Like, picture. I'm just. I was trying to think of like a really realistic artist, but like someone, like you know, if Alex Ross was like, it'd be like Neil Adams. Neil. Yeah. It just would be weird. It would be like, well, this is just gory as fuck. You know, it would devolve into like, I don't know, like something just entirely different. Like there's there's a fun to Kyle Starks books. Grand Guignol. Even when he's dealing with serial killers or or dealing with 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 forest monsters. Like there's a silliness and a whimsical nature to Kyle Stark's books that I think is only captured because he, he of the way that he likes them to be drawn.
0: Yep. I agree with you. I think the art, uh, Topolid's art in uh, hate this place is great. It's, 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 it's wonderful. It's just the right amount of, 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 uh, roughness of, of, um, unsculpted you know what i mean it's it's i guess you could say rough hewn because the characters there's not a pretty like a really pretty character in it you know what i mean there's not an overly Mm -hmm. handsome person they're 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 almost misshapen in some spots you Mm -hmm. know like exaggerated proportions and stuff and lanky or 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 bulkiness like it's just it it it, it's not ugly to my eye at all i've really liked the art a lot it's just that there's a there's an off kilterness to it that i think fits the story really well
2: yeah. And I didn't even mention, I mean, we still don't know what's going on with the aliens, because the aliens right. keep seemingly, like, showing up and doing the whole, like, bright light tractor beam over the house every now and then. But we haven't really gotten any insight into them.
0: Yeah, who doesn't love aliens?
2: What? I know, but I'm saying they're almost like... Because if you think back to the first issue of, of like, that's, when they, that's what they first hear about the farm, is that they're going to run into lots of aliens. And then, if you think about it from there, we we see the aliens repeatedly show up at, at night and and shine the light on the house, but we don't ever see the aliens. We don't know what they're doing, if they really are there, and all the dangers that they've experienced thus far aren't related to the aliens, or at least not directly. I mean, right. like I said, there's a killer spider that comes out of, like, a hell mouth. There's a, you know, there's ghosts. There's an actual killer and, like, you know, a mobster and, and obviously, then the cult. Like, there's... We haven't really seen what role the aliens play in all this yet if in fact they are playing a role. I assume they are. I mean, otherwise, why would they be there? Like, why would right. they be part of the story? So. Exactly. Yeah.
0: They're the gun on the wall, an issue in, in the first go. chapter.
2: There it is. Yep.
0: No, it's a really great book. I'm glad that it's an ongoing. Uh, I think the I didn't first... know it
2: was, honestly.
1: Huh? No, well, I, I, I knew it was because at the end of the fifth issue, sure, yeah, how it yeah. The, yeah. Uh, they were coming back. But I, 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 I don't know if that was always the case or if they just saw that uh it was getting well received and it's like well we can we can by all means keep it going because there is there is something to you know the fact that we're getting you know trudy's backstory and and it's it, we're probably going to get even more of that and 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 because it continues like 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 the mobster jason mentioned from the first arc he does show up because He's one of the ghosts that's approaching the house at the end of the sixth issue. As as, as Trudy's father is realizing what the hell they've just stumbled, in, or, or starting to realize what they've stumbled into, and um, and it's a miracle because you know the dead have risen. Or it, and I, he's obviously unhinged, and and it's 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 not going to go well for him. And obviously Trudy's going to have some very uncomfortable moments during this arc but um i yeah it, it's it's a story where i think you know you're going to be it's going to be a good thing when you see the people who should get their comeuppance actually get their comeuppance it's it, there's it, if it's played straight have, sometimes that doesn't happen in the world well yeah but i think based on how the first arc went i, I it, it's it's going to be it's going you to be feel a like our
2: gonna have their moment right they're, gonna, they're yes, gonna feel like our ladies are gonna survive it's it's going to
1: it's gonna hurt it's 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 there's there's it's gonna be the darkest before the dawn they're, they're definitely gonna have to put up with a lot of crap before they try to come out ahead because i mean even like they 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 brought in dante in the first arc and that obviously didn't go well for dante but it did you know it, it was part of their journey and and they kind of they did make it to survive another day and this is the same thing where it's you know they're obviously they're stuck to this house they they can't stray too far and they're gonna have to put up with all this and and they they're trying to make it work and even even the farmhands they're like yeah i mean the one dude's like um i gotta make sure these animals are okay and the other dude's like yeah i didn't sign on for this but she's like listen we'll we'll cut you in and he's like all right then fuck it i'll i'll stick around but it's it, it's 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 weird. It's a shitty kind of situation, but I, I, I'm rooting for the girls and I'm it. They have to put up with so much crap before they can get through it. And, and that's, that's going to be, that's the hurdle for someone like me who has to see them go through the crap during these next few issues before they can kind of, hopefully I'm hoping they, they come out on top, but I think I'm, um, I'm rooting for them, but that doesn't mean that they're going to get out unscathed.
2: Yeah, I agree with all that.
1: There you go.
0: That's one of the things I like best about Orc Island, where you don't expect your main characters to get killed. Right. Then, yeah, well, there for sure. Yeah, there they go. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Dead. Thank you for participating.
2: Next. I guess the difference though is that I didn't mind that those characters didn't get right. through because they weren't likable. Right. Sure, but in this, I'm rooting for. I'm rooting yeah, for like I yeah, it's like Reservoir Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is there anybody likable in Reservoir Dogs?
0: Exactly. Yeah, I don't think so.
2: Yeah. Damn, Ad- Daph's bringing it up because Mr. Blonde's on life support. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's pretty
0: bad.
1: But
2: I mean, he's gold. not dead yet. But rest in no. peace, Tom Sizemore. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, he's not Mr. Blonde, though. No, that him. was Michael Madsen. Yeah, it's Michael Madsen, who's al- yeah. he's also got his own drug issues. Oh yeah, he's got his
1: own issues, big time.
2: Yeah, there you go. It's Anything? Tom Sizemore on his deathbed, for the record. I yes. Don't know. I don't think my. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Anything else we want to talk about before we bring this bad boy home?
2: I mean, you're uh, you're you're the pilot of this cruise Gosh. vessel.
0: Yes, it, this is true. So DAP, you yes. read you read Rick and Morty number two. I did. I'm starting to get the lowdown. I'm starting to get the feel feel of the land here. Okay. Because so
2: you going to give the book up.
0: No, I'm no. It's great. <laughs> I'm I'm pushing through the the a, actual animated series. Yeah, oh my, it's, oh hard. it's hard. It's hard. Okay. it's hard. Um. I have to rewind a lot and I have to play it with sure. the freaking no. I got to play with the subtitles with the on. Right, yes. Yeah, get, Absolutely. But 100%. so this Goldenfold cat is I get get it. All about the math. Yep. But yeah, what makes school. him so mad, so pissed off at at Rick and Morty? Like
1: why does he hate them so much? Well, this this the the mad Goldenfold that we see in this this is new to the book like like the one oh, who's Oh, how do we know just, that that's what kills me well that yeah I mean it, the one the the one who's just in class talking about life equals pain and, and yeah that's 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 the version we get in the cartoon that's the regular one yes right that
0: All so when Morty was, was dreaming about that girl that he likes and he's feeling up Golden Falls man boobs he's like I'm gonna give you five more minutes of this before yes. I start yes <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's so funny. I'm really really <laughs> it's, it's so I'm gonna oh start getting really mad in about mm, five minutes. That's funny. Did you see the episode where they uh, they meet Freddy Krueger in in Golden? Yes, I thought it was okay. brilliant. Scary yeah. Terry. Yes. Yeah. And he's got oh, he's got so testicles on his sets. chin. <laughs>
0: Can't, they so, can't be, they I, can't be bl- knife blades on his fingers. they got to be swords, I, because that's I, I copyright infringement. I cannot oh, my God. But anyway.
1: Until you get into the further seasons. But but this is, yes. So so this, the multiple golden folds, this is all, this is unique to this particular story.
0: And you only know that because you've watched the majority of the series? Yes. Okay. See, I thought I was, uh, I, I, I thought, I'm thinking like I'm the ultimate, like, What's this guy's motivation like? Why does he hate them so much? Because he just he pops in, and he, and and Rick is like, yes, we have we have new new kind of science, you know. And he's like, why does he get this new kind of science? Like I want a new kind of science, and he hates them. And you see all these golden folds from all different dimensions, but why? I couldn't piece together the the why. And I'm guessing that uh Rick. Was using the Rick from the Goldenfold world and switching with him and bringing the Rick to the other
1: world for him to die. Basically, it, yeah, he he figures he's a sacrifice. He's expendable, and this way he right. can spend his time doing that while the, the the Rick we know can actually do things that yeah you know, he, he to 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 just save the day or 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 not be bogged down with the nonsense. He just he doesn't. He doesn't like to be bored and, and feel feel like he wasted his time or, 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 or useless. So he, he's he's just gonna you know if this is the way things are gonna be then, then he'll go do his own thing. And unfortunately though, because he goes to that other of Rick's world, he realizes that uh that, that, that his wife is still in his life.
0: Yes. But he bugs he, out because he can't He can't face it.
1: He, uh, and, and that's something else you'll, you'll see if you stick with the cartoon that, uh, the, the, the day that, um, the, the the story goes that, uh, the, the day he found the, um, the portal technology, um, is the day that, uh, that he lost his, his family. Well, his, his wife Beth is obviously still in his life, Uh, but, um, it's it's yeah it's 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 there's there's a um there's one episode where but don't um, tell me too much I, no I'm, no no I would not. like to there's, find out him. there because it, it there there are moments in the cartoon where you I mean you can laugh along with it yes Rick is an asshole he's a sociopath he's narcissistic and 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 you know you you can just kind of compartmentalize it and keep it that way but but you'll start to see that there's actually there are there are some layers here where, um, I mean, Rick, Rick gets so damaged in a relationship where it's, it's one of the first times early in the series where you, you, you honestly actually feel sorry for this dude. And it's like, like, why are you making me feel this way? Because you treat your grandkids like shit. And, and I'm not, I shouldn't, I should be seeing you like as a human and, and, and it's, it's just, it's that that's part of, yeah, I I laugh a lot and I enjoy the science fiction aspect of the cartoon, but there are things where they'll then try to just make you realize that you know, there are people involved in making this, and they're telling stories that actually kind of do. Right. And then they come out with fucking pickle Rick, and it throws it all out the window. Yeah. But put, it is. Put these it's, special it's, boots on.
0: Ah, I, you have to turn them on. Well, yes. you didn't tell me that, now my legs are all fucking broken. <laughs> oh Jesus, so it's so dumb. Oh my
1: god. Uh, yeah.
0: Okay. Well, we lost oh, Jason. Shit. Now let's bring him back. Let's bring him back. I think it's great, and I'm I'm glad I'm reading it.
1: I am too yeah yeah I uh it and it's it's and and even Noelle, goldenfold's niece she's she's I, mm. I, I've never seen her in the cartoon either so, yeah, so this is I all think she's this gonna so be fun. trouble oh absolutely absolutely yeah. but yeah i'm I'm um yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing uh where the third issue takes us but uh but yeah it was a lot of fun all
0: right Jason anything that- to add on the on the 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 glory of Rick and Morty. Nah, bro. Nah, I'ma leave that to y'all. I'm leave that to y'all. Yeah. I'm a mark now. for now. It's because now. of him. I'm a mark.
1: Because oh. For sure. sure.
0: A- am I wrong that whenever Rick speaks, I hear Tony? Tony <laughs> Fleece. Tony Fleece, yeah. Fleece. Not not when he goes like not when he's burping or vomiting or something, <laughs> but but when, the way he talks like it's a caper, Morty. We gotta get in there. You get, you get, you gotta put these boots on. Climb up that tree, okay? I got questions, Marty. I got questions. Like it sounds like Tony to me. I'm sorry, it does.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) I can't wait for him. I can't wait for him to come on the show now.
0: There we go. Holy crap! All right, everybody. Hey, we thank you for. You're so
1: crazy.
0: (laughs) We thank you for listening to this one more time around. Remember, our uh, we don't need the fanfare uh, again because you know where to go where you can maximize your comic book dollar get all them trade paperbacks get all them manga and all those collected editions and the omnibuses where cheapgraphicnovels.com. i wish we had fireworks because i would set them off right now because these they're, they're good they're really good and uh, they're here so there you go and remember Cannot forget about the patrons because they also make this possible. Patreon.com forward slash 11 o'clock comics, audio, video, images, downloads. Um, Jason has been blowing the feed up with a lot of videos. So if you like that kind they're there for you, right? He, he gets into it. Uh, but th- well, there's a whole lot more than that. You get um, hours of bonus content that nobody else hears. You get to weigh in on the book of the month and the dedicated Slack channel best of all patreon.com forward slash 11 o'clock comics I should not have saved this for the end um, uh, but uh, I need to tell you guys to read this because it's, it's not only a good piece of work I think it's an important piece of work um, Jason what if I told you that uh this was Bond Desine. But not it, it's it's a weird little beast because it's a Bon Decine chronicle of an unfortunately all too real event in uh Japanese and world history. Yes. It it plays with the conventions of manga, but it's a bon desine. And it's called Guardian of Fukushima, written by Fabian Groleau with art by Ewan Blaine, and it's published by Tokyo Pop. It's been a minute since I've had a, a Tokyo Pop book in my hand, but um, I could not resist this one because it's important to me. Uh, it is the story of a, uh, a man named Naoto Matsumura, and he was a constru- construction worker that was living in uh, Tomioka, which is in Fukushima, six miles from the Fukushima Daiichi nuclear power plant and uh it's 2011 it's march and his nephew koichi comes to visit and uh specifically it's march 11th 2011 which unfortunately is the date of the earthquake and uh following a tsunami that devastated japan 20,000 people initially killed um the uh the the wall around uh fukushima Daiichi didn't hold and the place was inundated with seawater causing not good things and um so uh, matsumura's nephew koichi's kid and when the earthquake hits the kid does not know what's going on he's very very scared and so uh Matsumura tells the kid, uh, folk tales, Japanese folk tales, about, uh, Namazu, the giant catfish that holds up Japan, uh, and its caretaker, uh, Kashima, the god. And he's like, oh, this is, this is okay. Uh, Namazu's just getting a little restless. Don't worry about it because, uh, Kashima will, will calm him down and we'll be okay. And as things escalate, uh, he tells him the story about the dragon, Ryujin which is the king of the ocean. And king of the ocean had a daughter. Uh, and the daughter, in the form of a turtle, went missing. And so uh, king of the ocean thought she was eaten by humans. So he unleashes terrible, terrible waves. And uh, then it, it, it segs into uh, a fisherman, Orashimataro, who saves the turtle's life and marries the daughter of the, the the king of the the ocean and but but these are just stories that matsumura is trying to tell the kid to um to calm him down because this is uncharted territory like the um matsumura's parents house totally collapsed in the earthquake i mean the house just was leveled and matsumura's place was okay and they're just trying to to weather it but then the 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 atomic uh, regulatory uh commission or whatever comes in and they they start evacuating people like you're you're in the contaminated zone you got to get out of here and and Matsumura's like wait a minute I got to get my dog and I'm like nope you cannot take your dog that part alone like I can't even conceive of leaving my my little man behind but they would not allow him to take the dog so uh he gets his family to a safe area and then turns around and goes back into fukushima to to get his dog and while he's there he notices all these animals their the their owners are gone like some of the animals are are um locked in 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 houses some of them are chained to like their their uh, like their dog houses or something he he finds a bunch of cows that are some most of them are dead but some are starving so he he rounds up all these animals and he starts to feed them back at his place and you're in a radioactive zone there's a a sequence where he goes to the doctor and the doctor's like do you realize that you are 16 times more irradiated than the average person like how are you still alive how do you not have cancer but the guy did not succumb this is a real story he lives in fukushima he's still there like, ten, right. like tending to the animals this is a freaking hero but the 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 sequence that totally destroyed me was um so he's tending to all these animals and he's getting hay for the surviving cows and he finds two ostrich like okay um and, and pigs and cats and dogs and he has all these, these 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 animals back at his place. And then the 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 story gets a little weird because all these yokai come out of the out of hiding, and they're like, "Can you help us?" Like yokai are asking this guy for help, which to me said that like the tsunami and its effects didn't only reverberate through Japan's present and its future but it had ripples through the past past because this mythology this this japanese history tall tales folk tales are reaching out to this guy for help like that is just devastating that that this this horrible event could have these tendrils in every state of japan past present and future and the world right but um the 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 sequence in the book where the the water starts to inundate Fukushima. It will knock you, it'll knock the wind out of you. Uh, it's it's a very good book, very important book. You should read it. Um, Guardian of Fukushima, written by Fabien Grolot, illustrated by Ewan Blaine, published by Tokyo Pop. So France takes on manga. Yes. Sounds great. It's well. I don't know if I would Seriously. call it. Yeah, it's good. It's really, really good. It's memorable. Oh, I mean, great, like in yeah, well I'm done. Yeah, but I mean, and and I don't want to reveal too much of it. But the guy is still alive. Like he's in a hot zone, and he's still alive. Like so, who knows? Like I, I don't know. I don't know. Some yeah. The, the, I think they're. Uh, I don't want to say it, but whatever. Just read the damn thing. It is wonderful, and it'll give you. Some hope and some faith in humanity that uh, a man would risk his his well being to tend for these um, discarded and forgotten and and just left behind animals.
1: It's it's great.
0: Nice.
1: Yeah. Oh. Uh, sure Any I'm just going to be short and sweet um, because it's something I've discussed before. But this particular issue um, is uh, is is kind of a done it one. It's, it's a bit of a breather between arcs. Um, World's finest number 12 still written by Mark Wade, but this time your pencils are by, uh, Emanuela, the Inks by Wade von Graubadger. And it's uh, Robin and Supergirl going on a date. Um, and it does not, uh, maybe go all that well. There's some really neat little moments in the issue. Um, following the date you see um batman show up at the Batcave. cave um robin is scowling he's got an ipad and he's drawing on it and he asks you know so how'd your big date go i said how'd your and and robin's just like all quiet as i get went and and uh batman asked him how it went he's like all those years of training and you forgot to teach me how to be the charming playboy and batman's asking what he's drawing and he's drawing his old Original OG Perez drawn Nightwing costume. And he's like, I'm thinking about calling myself the Dark Eagle or something. He's like, I'm not letting you change your identity over bat and they just have a great conversation. And then we kind of flash back to um to the date. And even though Robin Supergirl was impressed with Robin during one event when uh there were a bunch of man-bats attacking um black lightning was there the supers were there everybody was there to, to, to take him on um and robin was fighting in the air and then he was let he was dropped and as he's falling supergirl's like well i gotta time it so that i can go save this kid but he ends up saving himself using his acrobatic ability and and of course you know she was like i didn't think a human could do that so of course i asked him out and, and she's all getting prepared and, and stressing out over the date and she shows up at the restaurant and my man's dressed as Robin. And he's, and, and so, and, and he's, he's kind of acting a little bit like a doof. It's just, but it's a very enjoyable issue. I had some chuckles. Um, I, uh, it, it's, it, ml's art is fitting for the story. Um, it, it's, it's not Dan Mora, but it, it still works with what Wade is doing overall with, with the title. Um, but, yeah, I, I got a big kick out of it. Talked about World's Finest in the past. I'm going to continue to talk about it, of course. But this this particular kind of, like, done one issue, um, if you haven't checked out the series at all, uh, you could do this without really worrying about what came before in the previous 11 issues. Um, and maybe stick around for what comes next. But, yeah, any travels, Mark Wade and company, World's Finest.
2: Yes, sir. Uh, I too will be quick. Uh, This is going to shock everybody, but I'm going to recommend a Jeff Lemire comic. I know. Stop the presses. Um, Phantom Road number one is his latest. It is the uh, premiere issue of his new horror series where he's teaming up with Gabriel Hernandez Walta. Speaking of Tom Mm. King, Tom's first ever 12-issue maxi-series of note was The Vision where Mr. Walta was the artist in question, so it's Certainly, a uh, it's little little continuity here, a little little creative continuity here, Vince, conceptual continuity. Um, But uh, this is, um, you know, it's a horror book. The premise is relatively simple. Uh, The first issue is a setup issue for sure. Uh, You've got a long haul truck driver named Dom. He is on a on a long drive, you know, going heading up to North Dakota, and he almost gets run off the road because. As he's driving along, he there's a, a there's an accident. He you know, in the middle of the road. So he he's manages to pull over to lend a hand, and um, the woman who's in the car accident is is uh, in not in great shape. And it turns out that there is a artifact of some kind that's in, that's involved in all this, and uh, the artifact appears to rend them into a. I don't know if it's an alternate world. I don't know if it's just a phasing thing. I don't know. If, I don't know the, the nature of what happens, but, but when they, when they touch the artifact, it, it, it thrusts them into a world where there's these zombie like creatures. They're faceless, uh, husks, hum- humanoid looking husks of creatures that are, uh, coming after them. And, um, and that's it's pretty much like like I said, it's a setup issue. I will say that I have the utmost confidence in Jeff as a creator. Um, but I do think that based on this issue, it's probably one of those mini series where most folks will be better served to read this as a whole. Um, because there's not like a ton in this first issue beyond the setup um, to to get you going. Uh we meet Dom, like I said, we meet the woman who gets in the accident and we we get the phase shift, but that's about it. Um but Walter looks great here. I think he's he's a perfect fit. I should mention Jordy Belairs on colors. I think mean, colors play a really important role here, particularly as we do the phase shift once they touch the artifact. Um but uh yeah, I'm here for it. Uh as always, I'm sure it'll be quite good. Um and uh, you know, it's um it's probably one of those things where by the time it's wrapped up I'll be coming back on and saying, Holy shit he did it again. But, uh, but, but, you know, I would say a bit of a slowish start to a first issue of, of some pretty, it's a pretty big hyped first issue. And I'd, I'd like to have seen a little bit more meat on the bones for people who are casual pickers up of this book. But again, I guess in today's days there's such a thing as a casual comics fan. I don't know. Maybe not. So. I dig it. Yeah. The art's ridiculous.
0: It is ridiculous. Yeah. How I mean, nice is man? Man. You know, yeah, is yeah. so good. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: I like the creaminess of it. Once, that's what I'm saying with Bel Air. It's like a real muted tan earth tone palette yeah, kind of thing. But yeah. once
0: once they transition, um, it it takes on. Well, no, it starts off with it, but that's cheating a bit. Um, it, before they transition, the colors are almost flat, right? But yeah. after, yeah. then you get this gray powdered donut, gritty, creamy it's weird there's like a milky texture to it after that right because the the it was it, it reminds me of the, the end of the mist um how everything had that gray kind of overcast to it you know what i mean mm-hmm. the arts i mean Be- Be- Belair and walter beautiful stuff
2: mm-hmm. yeah
0: sick so there you go everybody hey how about that was that a long yes. one i don't even know uh, That's oh, so. Yeah. say particularly cra- not so. crazy long. No. Yeah. good stuff. We covered a lot of ground, a lot of different directions, which is good. Uh and you can have more of this if you come back next week because we'll be waiting for you with a hot beverage, cold beverage maybe, a sandwich, some cheese. Uh David will be here, right? Because he's going to say something in a couple of seconds like good night. He'll usually screw it up though, cuz you have to be careful and listen attentively to the you'll catch the screw up. Because it'll be there. Right David. Good night. Here's where he's gonna do it. Somewhere in here. He'll he'll screw it up. I'll draw you a diagram, but you won't be able to see it, because this is audio.
1: <sighs> yeah, David.
0: No, nah, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think, Jason? <laughs> nah, we <weak. laughs> kinda weak, right? Y'all are pretty. All right, just come back next week and tell them why. Because you want them. You want them. You love them. Love them so
1: much.
2: Right. So So much. There you go. Indubitably.
0: That's it for that one.